Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Oak Bowery. Mm, that would be a little weird. Mm. The Bowery. Yeah. Wasn't that Ravens, like, fl- like... Oh, that's a good point. Something like that, yeah. What, what was the... It was That's where he was from, right? The Bowery I or think something that's like right. that? From the Bowery. Yeah, you got me wondering if that's correct here. No, I don't want to read about Raven the Drag the Queen. Even. I'd rather read about <laughs> Raven the, uh, the Rassler. <laughs> the Rassler. Um... Uh... With his doesn't say with his uh, even flow doesn't say doesn't seem to say yes the even flow DDT wherever you are in our great state you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning it's a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. don't forget every time you click on that and you buy something from Strange Brew Coffee House you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative the same way you do when you talk to the good folks over at Pip Printing and Signs whatever you need to find to get your business noticed if you need signage on your business. If you need banners, if you need envelopes, if you need marketing materials, if you need flyers, whatever it is, they've got you covered at Pip Printing and Signs, and they've been doing it for 30 years. They're MSU-owned and operated, and they are going to donate 10% of whatever sale you make with them right back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. That's a win-win, guys. You're already spending money on printing. We're not asking you to spend any more money than you're already spending. We're telling you that you give it to Pip Printing. Not only are you going to get great printing and great services, you're going to help the Bulldog Initiative. Call Camden Baker, 601-499-5216, or visit them online at pipridgeland.com to find out more information. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. And you want new maroon and white merchandise. You want to get rid of the Banner M stuff. The Banner M is gone. It's dead. Ding dong, the witch is dead. We're moving on, and we're moving forward with the state script, the M over S, and the interlocking MSU. So you need new gear? Get it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Original by Fleet Feet, Flowwood by the Half Shell, or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. They are the place to get the best meal in town. If you want to get the best lunch in town, you go to Restaurant Tyler. The best dinner in town, Restaurant Tyler. The best Sunday brunch in town, guess what? Restaurant Tyler. So, if you are headed to Starkville anytime soon, if you live here in Starkville and you're thinking, where do I want to eat lunch today? Where would I like to eat dinner this weekend? It's Restaurant Tyler. Head over to Restaurant Tyler for the best meal in town. Priority One Bank has 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi, which means if you live in Central Mississippi, there's one near you, and you don't have to worry about dealing with a big corporate bank that doesn't care about you, your family, or your finances. 
any longer. You can deal with Priority One Bank, get all the same financial services you get from that big corporate bank, but now you're talking to the people who live in your community, they live in your town that you deal with every single day. That way you don't have to call and, and worry about being placed on hold for a for a call center. You're, you're talking to somebody you know. You know who to talk to right from the top. That's a big difference for me. I think it will be for you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Now the hard part. It's always these, these podcasts, you know, and, and as we sit here now, we were two hours after the game. Um, the, 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 the rawness sometime of defeat. Is 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 tough. It's tough to overcome. Uh, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I, I remember we did a a football podcast. Man, I, I think it was me and Joel. Maybe thirty minutes after the game ended, it was a road game. Neither one of us went to it, and we were just like, let's go ahead and record. And it was just, it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough, you know, to, to be, you know, try to be as objective as you can. And and you and I both said the same thing. You know, the Mississippi State versus Kentucky. You know, at this point, you just kind of numb to it. it, it this is it, this is it seems to be like almost an every year occurrence. But again, Mississippi State drops a heartbreaker to the Kentucky Wildcats. A game they led by as many as thirteen points in the second half. A game they tied with eight point one seconds to go. But in the end, Kentucky's Reed Shepard uh, gets the game winner, and the Wildcats win ninety one eighty nine. We'll start with the beginning here. If you're a non biased observer. If you're just watching a college basketball game, you got one of the best games of the year. Incredible. Incredible game. Back and forth. The teams traded haymakers the entire second half. State goes on a run. Kentucky goes on a run. Uh, Kentucky looks like they've got it wrapped up. This is an unbelievable stat, and I credit my cousin, Stephen Agostinelli. He's the uh, webmaster of sixpackspeak.com. I have heard of that. Yeah, you work for him. I think uh, it's what? He not worked for him. He runs that on three side that you work for. Shut your mouth. So, State was up, down eight. Don't make that a gimmick. Hmm? Don't make that a gimmick. I like that gimmick. i got to be honest with you. Uh, State was down eight with 50 seconds to go. Kentucky, in that time frame, in the next 50 seconds, they go eight for eight at the free throw line. Mm -hmm. State has to foul. Kentucky goes to the line. They get their points every single time down. And yet, State was still able to tie the game with 8.1 seconds to go. Yeah. Because they traded three for three for two. They scored 14 points in a minute. Didn't that they? is incredible. Yeah. And so, when Hubbard gets the ball there, as soon as he, he, he lifts off, I know that shot's going in. Yes. I was like, that shot is going in. And before it even hit, went through the net, I was looking at the clock. So I was like, how much? Please, it'll only be like three seconds left. And there weren't. There were 8.1, and I said, I said to myself, I was like, that is too much time. And, you know, because we've seen this, uh, we've seen this a thousand times. The, 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 wait, how do I put it? The, 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 the play, the, the, the sequence a few minutes before or a few seconds before, depending on game time, where Cam Matthews is fouled out. That's, that's the key to this whole game. Yep. If Matthews is still in the game, he's, he's guarding Shepherd. Reed Shepard. Chances are that, that, that's, he that's might not get that shot. shot. It's a tougher shot with Cam Matthews. And I know what you're th- saying. Like, Keyshawn Murphy, taller defender. Cam Matthews is just a smarter defender. He was out of, better defender. He was out of position. He was out of position. Mm-hmm. The game within the game was fun to watch. The battle for SEC Freshman of the Year. 34 points for Hubbard. New career high after he set a career high against LSU on Saturday. Reed Shepard, 32 points. He, also, he led Kentucky in points, rebounds, and assists tonight. Didn't miss a single shot inside the arc. No. Four of seven from three, 
Everything 11 else. of 14 from the field. Yeah. Seven assists, two turnovers. He was outstanding. Kentucky 0 of 2 from the free throw line in the first half, 15 of 15 in the second half. Mm-hmm. State had an opportunity to tie the game with Tolu on the line uh, and uh, got a 1 and 1 out of that and didn't. That was big. Fir- that, that was because you could tie the game there. And instead, you go down four. And he that did, we could have given the lead. No, they were down two. They were down one. Were they down one? Yes. Are you he, sure? He had a chance to tie. And he missed the front uh, end of the one and one, and then he missed, up, friend. and then he didn't get a chance on the second one. You'll make me look that up. Check me. I'm gonna check you out. But it was just a good. It was, it was a game that I can't even be upset about as far as what Mississippi State did. There was a lot of reactionary fans, and that's that's understood. And I know you guys are are upset about it. But to come out and say Mississippi State's a bad team, or they they choked, or they did anything like that. I think that takes away from what Kentucky did because Kentucky played You're right. nearly flawless in the second half. What Kentucky did on offense was as good as you can be. Yeah, they shot 62%. Half. 56 points. Yeah. That is as good as you can be. And yeah. I, I don't think it was I, – I do think the state had some lapses on defense. Mm-hmm. I, cert, I certainly think that. Chris Jans admitted that post game, But I don't think it was egregious defense. I think state guarded for the most part. I think Kentucky just executed. And if you haven't watched this Kentucky team play this year, this is what they're capable of. This isn't John Calipari's worst team, as some people have tried to paint it out to be. This isn't even his third worst team. This is a good team. This is a team that's capable of making a run in the tournament. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it because I just don't think the defense is going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. They might be able to shoot their, shoot themselves into – a Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four, whatever, at some point they're going to find somebody that's going to be able to limit what they do offensively. Mm-hmm. And by limit, I mean maybe hold them in the 70s because that's that's about what you can ask for with them. Yeah. But they just don't really – and they don't really have a low post no, like, they don't. guy that can take over the game. They're, they're, they're like – they are what Ole Miss wants to be. Yeah. They are a guard-heavy team, yeah. and their guards are – Are elite. Out, outstanding. I don't, I Reed think- Shepard – and if, if you're looking at Reed Shepard yeah. and you're seeing baby-faced white guy, let's be let's go ahead and throw that out there. Yeah, and thinking this dude's just a good no, he's gonna be a lottery pick. He'll be a lottery pick. Yeah, it, so some people were, were were taken aback. I think they were like this. I saw a post on 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 your message board that you know I'm gonna hate this guy for the next four years. No, you're not. No, he's gone. He, unless you're a big NBA guy and he goes to you know if you're a Celtics fan and he goes to the Sixers. But we were all that. talking. I, I think we've been talking about the wrong guy for for them. But we a bunch of people have been talking about Rob Dillingham mm-hmm. as SEC Freshman of the Year or their no, best Shepherd. Shepherd is he's their the guy. guy because he's such a he's he's like he's like what Cam Matthews does for State, but he's totally infinitely more skilled offensively. Yes. though. but but that, but that's the kind of guy that he is, and that yeah. he does everything. He was getting rebounds. He was out front on uh, when they ran the press, or he's guarding Hubbard, and I know Hubbard got his points. But as a freshman to come in here and do that was really impressive. He was eleven of fourteen, as you said. So thirty-two points, five rebounds, led the team. Seven assists, led the team. Two blocks, two steals. Did you just spill? I I did. Uh, Do you have a napkin? I do. Oh God. that's, this night, this night is a disaster. That's uh, electronics, Robbie. Well, let's just see what happens. <laughs> Good. Is that what I deserve at this point? That's what I deserve. All right. 
Um, yeah, maybe we'll we might paper. be in trouble here in a few minutes. So yeah, why don't you go grab some paper towels while we're? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll just we'll hold do down it. the fort with what I was going to say. Um, I mentioned Shepard's stats there, and then for his plus minus, he's plus eleven in thirty-five minutes played. He's the difference maker for Kentucky. And, and you mentioned Dillingham, who, who nine points, couple of rebounds, couple of assists, uh, did have a steal. You know, the second leading scorer for Kentucky in this game was Antonio Reeves, who was not not great from three point land, two for seven, but he's eight for fifteen from the field. But goodness, Onyenso was minus twenty one in this game. Good lord, he played twelve minutes and didn't do anything. And you did what you needed. You did what you needed to do against. <laughs> sorry, uh, this this, is, this, this show is, is giving you everything today. Yes, where I've, I spilt my tea, like right by the board. Yeah, right where all these uh, these wires are. So if so, if you hear uh, a spark, if you hear that, uh, just know that one of us died. They they did what they needed to do with Dillingham. They held him at one point. He had two points. Yeah, and then he out of nowhere scored seven in like a minute. Yeah, that's how good Shepard they are. Also made his last four shots. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. so it was quite. I mean, it just just no. And what what was so impressive to me with him God. is you foul you you foul him and he goes to the line and he he sinks the free throws like he's just sitting in his backyard. He he is a guy. Stroke, yeah. He's a Kentucky kid, right? Yeah, his dad played there. So, but I mean, like, state of Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. He's a guy that you saw. You saw Hoosiers, and I know that's Indiana, but same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy that you know at his house had the yeah. You had know the, he did. Yeah. He had the goal on the barn. Yeah. He's out there at age four, and and and, and hitting drilling threes, shooting a hundred free throws a day or something. Yeah, but you know Josh Hubbard's that guy too. Yeah, and th- I think what we saw was two incredibly like high Q basketball players take over the ball game, and it was beautiful. Yeah, I it's like I said, like I'm just I'm not, uh, you know, it sucks that State lost this game, and it was just another heartbreaking loss and a long line of heartbreaking losses against Kentucky, which mm-hmm. it is what it is at this point, but. Mm-hmm. If you are just a college basketball fan, you cannot leave the arena and not be, you know, happy with with a lot of what you saw in that game. It was a great game. It was yeah. just a it was just a great ball game. Now the key for state here is you can't let this snowball. You you've got to get so, over the top here in the in these last three games. I thought about this. So state last time they lost a game, or they lost they lost two in a row. They mm-hmm. lost to Ole Miss. And emotional game. Great basketball game, back and forth. Then they went on the road to Tuscaloosa and got smoked. Yeah. So now you have to hope that that doesn't hold, right? You played another emotional game. This one was at home. Back and forth. You had a chance to win and you didn't do it. And now you got to go to Auburn, which is the toughest road environment maybe in college basketball. Like, we, we don't expect State to win that game. I do not. Very, but what is a good outcome out of that that you think State not getting can... embarrassed. Just going on there. If you lose by 10, it's fine. But if if you lose a close game, is that bad? No, no, no. Like, I mean, like you're sitting there saying, no. Oh, this is two games in a row that we could have won. And no, we didn't win. I just no, not not over there. I think that this team is is mentally tough enough to get through some some bad, not bad games, but outcomes. Yeah, like we, and, you know, it was disappointing to see what what happened at Alabama, obviously, well, but. Coming out of that mm-hmm. and being able to win five games in a row, I yeah. think you're you're seeing a team that is experienced in that they can handle these situations. They're they're 
they've become the team that we thought they could be yeah. preseason. Yeah, they they, they 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 took a while to get there. I think I think part of that is Tolu being hurt too. Yeah, you know that it took it it took him you know eight or nine games into conference play before he started really finding his stride. And if he could have done that against weaker opponents, he would have already he would have been hitting his stride when conference play started. And maybe that maybe that wins you the South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that that wins you the game against Ole Miss. I don't know. But um, I think the biggest takeaway for me in this game is not that you know State couldn't get over the hump again against mm-hmm. Kentucky. It's that this offense has grown tremendously as yeah. the season's going on. Definitely true. You're starting to see a more cohesive unit, and I know they need to have some more guys that are scoring that can that can pop off for 15, 20 points. I I don't know if that's going to happen this year, but I don't think it's so much that as you need to have eight or nine guys that can have seven, eight points, mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. Can you have the other guys like Keyshawn Murphy, DJ Jeffries, can they get you eight or nine points, and Josh Hubbard's getting you – 25 and Tolu's getting you 25 because if you're getting that then this is a really good offense um and I, I think that coupled with what Mississippi State does on the defensive end this is a team that you know last year we said you know they're going to be frustrating in the NCAA tournament to play a team like this because they're so good defensively they can adjust to whatever style they play well now you have an offense that has actually kept pace in, in ball games against some good offenses. And as much as this sucked, they were right neck and neck with Kentucky. Mm-hmm. When you look at the stats, you look at the numbers, State had more three-pointers. They shot a higher percentage three-pointers. They shot 52%. I think uh, Kentucky shot 55 mm-hmm. Turnovers weren't terrible. They did have a few. But this offense has gotten better. I still think this isn't – they don't want to play this kind of game that they played today. They want to play a game like they did against LSU. but And that, that's the game they were kind of playing in the first half against Kentucky. It just didn't work out. But the fact that we now see that they can run a faster pace, and Josh Hubbard even said they've picked up the pace offensively and they're running a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I think that this team can be the dangerous team that we thought that they could be. They can. And they I, can. I still... You know, I still think that they would, if they even if they falter here down the stretch, which you hope they don't. I still think they have the metrics to get in. Oh yeah, they're, they're, but you they're, need they're fine. They you need, need to get one more win. They need another win. One more win, just to be sure. At worst, with one more win, I think you're a they, nine or a ten. They're probably in regardless, but yeah, yeah one more win. You're, nine wins. You, you can't your look own, at that over. team. You can't look at that team tonight so that's and say this team. is not a tournament team. Right, right there. It's impossible. Yeah. If I if I test is a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they almost, if had they won this game... It'd be over. It'd well, be in. Well, I mean, had they won this game, it would have been the longest winning streak in 20 years Yeah, in the SEC play. And that is remarkable. The job that they did during the stretch has been outstanding. Now, you're, I think the LSU game kind of, kind of not really wipes this one out, but it didn't make this game as much of a must-win. For you, so you still have, you know, you're still in, in good in good shape here, but yeah, you you really need to beat A and M or um, South Carolina to close the season. I I'm just not going to predict a win there against Auburn. No, you you definitely should not predict that win. But at the same time, you know, we'll uh, 
I, I would say that Auburn. I mean, Kentucky was able to go in there and beat that team, yeah. and so we'll see. You'll see. You know, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not invulnerable, but they are very, very tough at home. And we'll talk a lot more about that uh, on Thursday and Friday's uh, Thunder and Lightning podcast. Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. Robbie Falk's uh, dinner was beef tonight. Sure we, was. We can knock out two birds with one stone because you had beef and you had two brothers. You're exactly right. I appreciate right. you making that efficiency. For it me. was delicious. You looked happy about it. I was so. very happy about there it. I've go. been looking forward to it all day. Actually, I've been looking forward to it since Saturday when I tweeted. That's the I'm thing. Going like, to eat that. If I when you when you know you're having a steak or something like that, like I just look forward be, to it. All it day. just becomes like, like an obsession. You're like, I cannot wait to get home and cook this steak. And, and I've been there. And then, you know, I'm looking forward to it the next time I decide to cook steak because I like steak, and you guys do too. So this weekend, if you're going to fire it up, nothing beats the sizzle. The sizzle. I went almost full Snoop Dogg mode there and went the swizzle. Yes. The swizzle, the sizzle of beef on the grill. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton industry. Did anybody take us up on, on the offer to go take a photograph with you tonight? They did not. A, a, few, a few guys said hello. Mm-hmm. Um, hello. Yeah. It's uh, me. Uh, I saw my friend Taylor Boggs in there. Okay. Good for Taylor. Did not see uh, Lee Battle. I'm guessing he was in the outfield grilling for Jackson State. Mm. Um, shame, if so. Yeah. But uh, a few people said hello. Well, there you go. Anytime you're at Two Brothers, it's a good time. The food's great. The people are nice. The location can't be beat. Their menu is just fantastic. I, I can't. I, I'm never. I'm never not going to tell you, hey, don't go to Two Brothers. Go to Two Brothers. Go there. Enjoy yourself. It's smoked Southern Soul food in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service, something every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. And, fellas, if you are needing technology for your business, you have got to go to Advantage Business Systems. you got to call them because they are not only going to offer you great name brands at great prices, but when something invariably goes wrong, I mean, copiers break down, man. Printers break down. It's what kind of service are you going to offer me after the sale? Am I going to have to be on hold for 40 minutes to get you on the on the line? Am I going to have to wait a week for you to send somebody out there? Or can I just call your local phone number and, you know, hey, I'm here in the same area as you. Can you be here later today? Yeah, we can, we can make that happen. That's what Advantage Business Systems has to offer you. So give them a call today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Maroon & Co., we keep talking about them. If you're making a trip to Starkville, you need to be making a trip to Maroon & Co. Great, unique Mississippi State logo wear. Stuff you can't get anywhere else, but of course it features the state script, the M over S, the interlocking MSU. And as, as we talked about today, if you saw on Twitter, nobody else can give you those Bulldog Initiative hoodies and polos that all the coaches are wearing. So you support the Bulldog Initiative and you get to look great. Maroon & Co. has got a tremendous selection of everything maroon and white. So before you head to Davis Wade Stadium, before you head to the Hump, before you head to Duty Noble, make sure you head to Maroon & Co. Somebody complained about us, by the way. You know, hey, they did They did the they, – they put five stars on the review. I saw that. Of a 30-minute podcast, 12-minute of ad reads. Change it. I don't believe you. 
12 minute ad read, no, no chance. Me neither. Unless it was one where we like got off in the weeds. And at that point, it's not an ad read anymore. No. We're just telling stories. Well, that's kind of part of the whole. That's why we. Part of the charm. I mean, we don't we don't go out of our way to do that, mm-hmm. but it takes away from the mundane robotic yeah. exactly. whole ad read. And and also, if you don't like that, pay that's, us pay us money to replace a sponsor. And we'll put we'll put you in that place, and we'll take an ad off. But if somebody's paying us money, we're going to talk about them. Otherwise, why would they pay us money? Yeah, we're trying to sell things for them. I don't understand why people don't understand that. But I also think that there's also another there's also another thing you could do. You could just fast forward. It, it's so easy to press that little fifteen, 15 button, or thirty second thing. Yeah, it is. I appreciate you guys who don't do that and listen in, but. I, and I do appreciate the fact that they're not being a total, you know what, and giving us like a one star or yeah. something. I'll take like, the fine. That, hey, that's fine. Again, we say you can say whatever you want, but we are allowed to address it as well. I also think that's, that person has made several comments. I'm sure they have, but it is what it is. It's the same. Uh, well, I think thing. that's just people just, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, it is the same guy that said uh, that took 10 minutes before we talked football. Like, guys. This be him, dog. I don't think it's him. No. Uh, I love you anyway, BM Dog. We do. BM Dog 54. We love that guy. So, we, uh, we, we'll talk a little baseball here. At first, first off, by the way, why did State lose today? The baseball team won. I, when's the last time you've had two wins in a day? Last two Saturdays, State basketball has won, State baseball has lost. Last two Sundays, State baseball has won, women's basketball has lost. You never get a complete day. So as soon as that game went to that baseball game went to Mississippi State, State you might as well not have showed up for the basketball game. I tweeted that today. Yeah. I, State was down five nothing, mm-hmm. and I actually felt good yeah. about what's, what was going to happen the basketball game. And then um, I tweeted the what was the what was the living colored skit with Jim Carrey, Fireman, Fireman Bob. Or, yeah, I think it's the uh oh. I tweeted that. Uh oh. When they, yeah. when they when they got the lead, I was like, yeah. oh, that's it. It was five nothing Jackson State at one point, and, and I'm li- at that point I'm literally thinking this could be this will be the worst loss in Mississippi State history if it happens. If it if that would have happened, and it didn't, but if it would have, yeah, would you have been totally shocked if there was movement? Yes, no, would not have been, but there wasn't. They win the game nineteen to six. They end up getting a bunch of hits. They take advantage of a lot of Jackson State errors. Uh, and when I say errors, I don't just necessarily mean errors. I mean mistakes. But <laughs> I mean everything is I mean, everything gets the Portnoy treatment, right? <laughs> but you cannot watch this team. No, man, it's so and dumb. sit there and look at me with a straight face and say they'll be fine come conference play. No, you can't do that. Their first three series are LSU at A and M at Florida. I would tell you they have a better. Ch- I would say they have a much better chance of being zero and nine in those games than they do being even one and eight. There's been some great Mississippi State teams that have not been able to beat LSU here. State has not beaten LSU in a series. Nobody on this roster, I don't think, was born. Ah, uh, you could be right. Because I think when I looked at it a couple years ago, it's like 06. So there would be some 03, guys that were three, wasn't it? Is it 03? I think it was. I don't. I don't want to go through all that. But I looked at the roster and it was like three people in twenty twenty one. So I, it's twenty twenty two. Sorry, it's I just don't 
I don't know what's going to happen. I actually I do know what's going to happen. It's going to be. It feels like it's going to be bad. It I, it was good that that it was a good sign that State actually stung the ball a little bit in this game. I know they walked a ton, but they've been struggling to just put a barrel on a on one of these balls. Um from these soft tossing left handers. Yeah. And they actually hit the ball hard against JSU. A lot of yeah. doubles, a couple triples, I think. Had a home Dakota run. Jordan hit a home run. Yeah. So that was promising mm-hmm. to me. Because the offense is going to have to be better than what it's shown. They haven't been able to hit bad pitching. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And there's They're, like there's like two ways to look at that, correct? There's like they haven't been able to hit bad pitching. Okay, so when they start seeing power pitchers and pitchers who pitch a little more conventionally, they can be a little bit more successful. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. The other way to look at it is when they face good pitching, they're not they're going to struggle worse. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what they're going to do. I I think there's some glaring holes in this lineup that is I don't know if it's going to get better or not. I mean, it certainly could. At this point last year, nobody was really over the moon with Dakota Jordan because right. he was kind of struggling. He was he struggled early, yeah. You know, Hunter Hines has not been great at this point. He mm-hmm. hasn't been himself yet. Yeah. So I, I have a hard time believing either one of those guys are going to really struggle this year. And, you know, Dakota's actually his numbers I don't think are, are terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, Colby Holcomb – I don't know That's somebody you're gonna to have to move on from at this point. I, I just don't know if I mean if he's if he's struggling to throw strikes against Jackson State and when he is throwing strikes they're they're, they're barreling him up. I just don't know if it's gonna happen. And you know, that was a guy that could have been a weekend starter for you. I don't know what their weekend plans are if one of the three guys don't work out. Cause I don't know who else could step in there and, and help you. Bradley Lofton pitched. Mm-hmm. That was that was good to get him back out there. I think he gave up a home run. I I never saw his numbers, but it's just um, it's just a team that I think is on the surface right now. It looks like they're going to struggle mm-hmm. against SEC teams, and that's not good. Lofton threw two innings, two hits, one run. It was earned. Two Ks, one wild pitch, one hit batter. Okay, I'm getting back in the 30, forty-five pitches, thirty strikes. See, that's one thing I like about Bradley Lofton is he doesn't walk many guys. Right. So, you know, when he gets – when he starts to get in his groove, I think he could be really good. Holcomb, though, goodness gracious. Inning and a third, three hits, five runs, all earned, two walks, two strikeouts. Yep. 16 – 32 pitches, 16 strikes. I mean, that's just – not... He walked a guy in the first and then gave up a two-run blast. Yeah. It's just the – we we see we see some massive improvements in areas because mm-hmm. they're just not the he's, walks are coming. He's down. the one guy that it still looks like last year. Yeah, that it doesn't look like it's really yeah, and which is crazy to me. That's a guy that prior to the season we were like could be your Friday night guy. How many like what is what is it with Mississippi State and these like super talented like guys that have the like Sarantola, Sarantola, Brandon Woodruff was Woodruff. like that. Yeah. I mean, we just we see these guys that come through mm-hmm. that you're like, if it ever clicks for them, they could be be great and just, you know yeah. top three rounds and just doesn't happen. I, I don't, don't know, know what it is. I don't know. Does does this week being a short week? Yes, you know, having to go dumb back uh, comes back on Thursday, fr- Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Everybody loses a day of rest. Does that concern you at all? Not really. 
I don't think. I don't think it'll be too big of a deal. Um, it is kind of strange that it's happening this early in the schedule. Do they usually do this? No. A they, Thursday game in Lam- Lamonis said on uh, Sports Talk Mississippi on Monday that there was a travel issue. So they bumped everything up. I don't I don't know what that issue could have been. I don't know. I didn't ask. But that's that's what he said. So, <sighs> so let's call it a day. Yeah, I, I can only talk so much about this baseball team. Tomorrow I got a, I got a task for you. This is what we're gonna talk about. I talked about it a little bit. I talked about it a little bit on a show that should be airing later tonight, but we had to record it today because you and I aren't gonna be around. Yeah, uh, late night tomorrow coming back from Huntsville, Huntsville Alabama. Alabama. Is Josh Hubbard the best freshman in Mississippi State history? Regardless of sport. Regardless of sport. Okay. I got some names. We'll talk about them tomorrow. But uh, that's that's going to be the focus of tomorrow's podcast. So. Okay. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Robbie and I are headed to Huntsville, Alabama for AEW Dynamite. Looking forward. And AEW Collision. They're doing a double taping tonight. So we're going over there with Logan Lowry. Should be a lot of fun. Look for us on TV. You never know. You might see us. Uh, have a great Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Personified, and I will drag you down and sell you out. Run away. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.